You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cuz, we live. We live. It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. And as you know, you can subscribe to the pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get them. You can follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets, at Walker Mail, and at Nod of the Scribe. Also, you should know by now to check out Locked On NBA. It's small market meets big market Wednesdays on the Locked On NBA pod. You can join Jake Madison of the Locked On Pellies pod and John Corrales of Locked On Celtics for a look at the NBA week from all angles follow the locked on nba podcast today said it like three times now if you haven't done it yet what are you waiting for do it on youtube or wherever you get your podcast we've got rap music videos to discuss nada yes we do yes we. this do. is the we perk do. of doing this podcast for the charlotte hornets that just so happened to have miles bridges and terry rogier on the roster no Dwayne bacon no matter Dwayne bacon He's doing stuff with the Orlando Magic. What, whatever, that's fine. We're still making rap videos. Walker, Walker about that. Mm-hmm. He's no longer on the Orlando. That's Magic. right. He's a New York. That's Knicks. right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So now he goes to Orlando. He goes to the New York Knicks after that. So look, he can go rap in New York and that's fine. We still have the ability to give you some hip hop content as it pertains to players <laughs> on the roster. Portland is the only other one that can come bigger than us right now with Dame on that roster, but we will gladly take second place. Maybe some of you want to say miles is better. That's fine. You can go ahead and do that. Um, that's cool with me. But Miles Bridges is giving us hip-hop content. We'll get to that in just a moment. Then we'll finish up the loose ends on the ESPN Top 100 list, the Sports Illustrated Top 100 list. We went over LaMelo. We also went over Terry Rozier on both of those lists yesterday. We still have Gordon Hayward to talk about. Miles Bridges, not only known for his hip-hop ability, but also known for his basketball ability. He appeared on the ESPN list. We'll get to that in a moment. Kind of talk about the macro, the big picture stuff as well. Also, just want to tease something real quickly. Tomorrow, we've got a fun episode coming up for you. It's Hornets Media Day Monday. Going to be there 930 to about 1 p.m. Going to have a chance to talk with all of the Charlotte Hornets, every player on the roster, really. James Borrego, of course, going to be speaking to the media. So tomorrow we'll come up with an episode. If you could ask one question for every single player, what is the most important question? What's the thing you want to know most for every single player and every single coach? Kind of talk about that a little bit tomorrow. So that should be a fun podcast. Me and Nada will be breaking all of that down, just like we are with this Music video, Nada. Miles has given us another one. <laughs> Not only is it Miles Bridges, but Terry Rogier's in this one with the role. Like he appeared in the last music video that was released last year, but he's got bars for this one. He actually saved up a verse for everybody. He's not just in the background. He's not Flavor Flav giving you ad libs. He is actually on the mic this time. So Terry Rogier, he follows Miles Bridges. It's ESPN. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the music video. I'm not giving you the four letters that we all have come to know be synonymous with sports. It is the actual name of the song that he released. So Miles Bridges gives you the music video ESPN. You can compare it to last year, Nada. What are you thinking? Some of the thoughts, the visuals, Rogier's involvement in all of this. I just want to hear some of the first thoughts from the top of Nada's Dome. The first thought I have is this is under GMB Productions, which means that That's Miles right. Bridges is probably a uh, an artist under Terry Rogier's label. That's the first mm-hmm. thought I had. 
is that that's right. Terry Rozier is now Barry Gordy or Diddy or Suge Knight on, on the side. <laughs> that that that's what mm-hmm. that's what he does now. The second thought I had when watching this video, Terry Rozier's got a really 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 nice Michael Vick throwback on. The third thought I have, quite honest, is you know what? I'm glad this is their like side hustle because everybody needs a side hustle. Everybody needs a hobby that something that somebody needs to do. For their hobby, they choose to rap. And granted, Terry Rogier's sound on his verse was kind of mixed wrong. And this is something that only like audio nerds like me would notice. But, but, but all of this to say, if these are the only observations I have. That should let you know what I really think about the song. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not going to dig deeper into that because we don't want to disparage anybody that is trying to go out there and improve on their craft. Uh, And that's fine. I'm not going to continue to poke around. I want to go over some of the lyrics, though, for Miles Bridges. He leads us off with Stephen A. I keep that Smith on me or something like that. I mean, what a great way to open it up. Like I've kind of given the title here recently to Freddie Gibbs with the hardest openers to his songs. Freddie Gibbs, just the first line. It often is the best line of the whole damn song. Miles Bridges just pulled a Freddie Gibbs. Stephen A. (laughs) got that Smith on me. I laughed immediately. I was done. Like, all right, here we go. I'm tuned in. I will say this about this music video compared to the last one. So, so last year people were like, oh, Miles can rap. That's cool. I don't know if we would have had the same reaction if this was the first video. I'm just saying, look, and that's fine. I'm not saying it's awful. I'm just telling you right now, the last year music video that he released where he's handing out the mask, I believe he might make some sort of reference to a drug that Adam Silver might not let these players take out there or find him if he uh, found out about it. Miles Bridges making some references, but I ain't no snitch. So Miles Bridges... Giving us that kind of song, the flow was really good. The yeah. feature was good on it. I thought the video was awesome too. Like that, that one was better than this one that he gave us here. And and I think that's okay to say. Are you going to fault me for saying that? No, I'm not going to fault you for saying that. I can't fault you for saying that at this point because the evidence is very very clear at this point. Yeah, I, I can't I can't fight. Um. So I guess. Uh, we don't really need to go in Terry Rogier's bars, right? Like we don't, we don't no. really need to do that. No. Okay. We, see, see, Walker, we'd actually like to talk to these people <laughs> at some yeah, point yeah. this season. So we have to be nice. Mm-hmm. We have to be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look, I, I'm already on probation, so I'm just letting you know. But hey, I am absolutely going to admit to you that Michael Vick throwback. It it's is. phenomenal. The chain, the whole fit from Terry Rozier bringing it to the music video. It looks great. He actually clowns BBN, Big Blue Nation, Kentucky, being a Louisville guy. I like that throw in in there. So that's pretty cool from Terry Rozier. I'm with it. Yo, I'm, I'm with those references. We don't have to dissect the bars and the flow and give a real synopsis on how we truly think this song was but again people don't listen to us for this so we're not going to do that yeah they kind of do though a little right like it's something we do yeah not not today not today uh that's fine 
I would have rat I would have liked to have seen more face mask in this music video personally, but still a good one. Miles Bridges, Terry Rozier, <laughs> more social distancing, <laughs> <laughs> releasing this one. Uh, I love that the Charlotte Hornets give us this content. Let's take a quick break and come back with the list once again. ESPN and Sports Illustrated. But first, I want to talk to you about Directv Stream because I know it gets annoying as hell when you've got one device that lets you catch the game live, but you have another that lets you stream your favorite shows. Then you have to go to something different to watch your sports highlights on your phone and all the meanwhile I've got this weird login from a relative I'm sure you lost touch with two years ago well I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle and also a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream. It brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. The best part is that there's no annual contract, so get rid of the clutter and the confusion. You can get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Compatible devices required. Content varies by the package. We'll come back with some of the other leftover takes we had from the list of ESPN and Sports Illustrated coming up next on the Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I don't like doing that unless, like, I am totally annoyed. I don't drop the big joker in spades or that early. I don't drop the big joker. I only do it when I am officially annoyed and I don't want to have this conversation. And I'm going to be real honest with you, Walker. I the last thing I want to be talking about at 10 at night is Blake Griffin and the possibility of him coming here. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Welcome back to Locked on Hornets. And Walker, we got to talk about Sleeper because in 2018, the fantasy sports experts at Sleeper realized that fantasy basketball was broken. Games were being won and lost based on which players had more scheduled games that week. It made zero sense, and it made very little strategy. It, it, again, it was so easy a child could do it. So in 2020, Sleeper released a brand new way of playing fantasy basketball. It's called Game Pick, and it's only available on Sleeper. In Game Pick, owners pick a single game per week for each starter to count towards their team's total score, ensuring an even number of games are played between opponents. The days of losing because your opponent's players simply had more scheduled games, over. The days of mindless busy work are over. The days of giving up halfway through the season because of that busy work, repeat after me, over, o, or better yet, over, O-V-A-H, it's all over. Game picks give you one pick game per week based on player matchups, home versus away, opponent's defensive ranking, face of the play, and much more. All of that leads up to much more strategy. It's a thinking man's game and less busy work. Whether you prefer redraft, keeper, or dynasty, game picks have you covered. Sleeper, crack the fantasy basketball code if you play fantasy football. If you prefer building out a weekly strategy versus daily busy work, you're going to love game picks. Download the Sleeper app and start a league with your friends today. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Let's get to this game rank. All right, Leah, let's do the rank radio thing once again. We like getting the content. Miles Bridges, we just talked about his music video. Let's talk about him on the court and where he ranks compared to his peers in the association. ESPN did have him listed, while Sports Illustrated did not. ESPN put him actually somewhat high compared to somebody that might not be on other lists, and Miles Bridges comes in ranked at 87. 
the write-up, discuss how not only is he one of the most exciting players in the league, but also the guy shot 40% from three. The corner threes were there for Miles once again. He expounded his ability as far as a playmakers go. A playmaker goes. You saw him really have some nice cross half-court passes for Miles. So you really got to see him expound upon his game. And the thought process is that he's improving. Not, I think, the biggest thing to talk about was once the volume increased, the efficiency, uh, the efficiency did not decrease. And that was when he was called upon when Gordon Hayward went out with this injury, never came back despite us having some actual hope he would return at some point. But Miles, until that COVID-19 issue hit, Miles on nice volume, you know, being one of the guys that the Hornets had to rely on, the efficiency numbers were still through the roof. And I think I saw this tweet too. Uh, I obviously he was really close to being a 40, 50, 90 member. Um, apparently he was four missed free throws away from actually that being a wild. part of that club, which is wildly impressive. I, I can't wait to see what miles has in store. If you want to put your, maybe just dip your toe in the water of putting miles at 87, right before we start to see big time volume throughout the course of the year. And then we can revisit this list next season and put Miles higher. I, I think that's probably a good strategy to have. Nada, what do you think about Miles being here at 87 and where you think uh, he might end up by season's end? I am legitimately surprised to see him on this list as a top 100 player. I am very, very happy to see him on this list being recognized for what he did, which was for decent swaths of the back half of the season, effectively carry the offense. He was the reason the Knicks game was close after catching COVID. If he legitimately plays those, if he doesn't miss those games, they win. He, they're in the playoffs as far as I'm concerned. Like he was that impactful towards the Hornets. Watching him, watching his efficiency increase, watching the turnovers decrease, watching the shooting numbers. He basically put it all together in that back half of the season. And I'm not necessarily saying I'm expecting. 20 25 points from him because no that's ridiculous but if he gave you 17 7 and 5 or 17 7 and 3 i think that's 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 possible i think he's very very capable of that and if he does that and continues to expound upon his defense and be the switchable guy that is possibly your at, at worst your second best perimeter defender I think this guy is going to be there again. And if he hit, he hits on that, then we're going to have to have another conversation because I think we're going to see PJ Washington on this list next year. Yeah, I, I think that's the kind of guy. So if you want to open this up to a macro discussion on how many of these players we think we could see on this list next year, LaMelo, Gordon, Miles, and Terry all made the ESPN list. All... Uh, Everybody but Miles made the Sports Illustrated list. So I think there is a consensus that Terry Rozier, LaMelo Ball, and Gordon Hayward are all top 100 players in the NBA. I mean, for, for the most part, yes. you're going to see those guys on top 100 lists. You know, I'm sure there's people that don't want one guy and you get the picture. Um, how? Who has the chance to get there next year? I think... PJ is a guy that does. PJ is the easiest one. It, PJ is the easiest one to pick because it, because of the switchability and his ability to play five. Like that's like simply because of that, I can see that. I don't see anybody else really there. Like if Book Knight joins that club, he's at least what two years away. He's not going to be that great out out of the box 
to begin his year unless right. he has a Halliburton-like season. So I get that part. But I honestly would say, like, it's PJ. PJ's got the tools to join them in this list. The other question, and I think it's something that we'll save for the next one, it, it, and, and you know what? I have another – I'll put it this way. I have another question. I'll ask you at the beginning of the next segment on this because I think – with this much talent, I think that's a question that needs to be asked at some point. Okay, yeah, we can do that next segment. I do want to say one other thing real quickly about Book Night. Like, I, I think when you talk about most talented dudes for the future, maybe Book Night is a guy, if you really wanted to push for him, that could make this list two, three years from now. And, and that would be the kind of destination for book night. But the, he's going to be the type of guy that takes a little time to cook. He, he can come in off of the yeah. bench, and I think he can have these games where he's really going to help you offensively. He's going to attack the rim. He's shown good ability to finish, and we've kind of gone over the evaluation process when he was drafted, when we were doing the the, the prospect stuff. Um, so, you know, people know our thoughts on book night. But when we talk about like how long it's going to cook, there's a reason we've kind of discussed how interesting it's going to be the playing time for the rookie in the first month of the season compared to the second, third, and so on until the season's end, right? Like I, uh, there, there could be, there could be a, a, a time here where Borrego is going to other players that he trusts more, and then eventually Book Knight is familiar with the system, and then eventually gets that significant playing time. All right, uh, we'll get to your question in just a moment, but not before we talk about Built Bar. You know the deal, man. I mean, the staples are amazing. You know how much I love the limited time flavors, but when they don't release them, when there's not anything special aboard, at least that is unique, we can still fall in the original flavors. Double chocolate, salted caramel. I've been doing salted caramel a lot lately. I got ice cream the other day at Jenny's, and I went with the salted caramel scoop and I put that alongside some like Rocky road type thing. It was an excellent combo. Nice. And what's great about it is that here I am talking about ice cream flavors that can attribute to an energy bar that is low in calorie, low in sugar, high in fiber, and also high in protein. Amazing. Salted caramel is giving you all these health benefits. So go try built bar and go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 and you can get 15% off of your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. We'll talk a little more maybe about Gordon Hayward. Finish that up as well as not as burning question. You don't want to miss it. It's the third segment coming up next. Locked on Hornets podcast. This is Locked on Hornets. I kicked the outlet past Doug and I let him run with it because you know what? He's going to do something that's going to be funnier than what I can do right now. I recognize <laughs> <Okay>. my limitations <laughs> and I'm going from there. Wow. That's a lot of that pressure. That was a lot of self-reflection within that teeing it up oh, for Doug. Man. <laughs> God. <laughs> Got a little dark there. Yeah, yeah, it really did. Uh, we did. We mentioned um, self lo- self loathing yesterday, <laughs> and now we mentioned this. Not are you okay, buddy? We're gonna we're gonna talk through it. It's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. Bet Online is back, and they're better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back on to start another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With the new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. You can head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. 100%. Anything you put in, they match. That's double your initial deposit for all of you that need it a little bit simpler from football basketball boxing right to your favorite vegas casino games 
Don't wait to take advantage of all that amazing offer that are available, all those amazing offers that are available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Promo code locked on. All right, Nada, you wanted to ask me a question. You wanted to talk about something. What is that thing you wanted to discuss? So now that we have, now that the Hornets have four guys in the top 100, does it kind of change your expectations for what this team should do? I don't know what that means. It, it, what 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 do you mean? Like as far as trading or or the no, goals no, no, no. or what? In terms of the season, does that does that change how you view this season? Because I'm not gonna lie, there's a part of me that's like, I do kind of ha- it kind of alters your expectation because if you have four top 100 guys on a roster, even in the East. You should kind of have raise your expectations to possibly win 40 games. I know we're both kind of down on that and think that there are a lot of things that, that may prevent that from happening, namely the schedule. But does that change how you view how this season should go if we're, see, we're consistently seeing three guys in the top four, in the top 100, four guys in another list? And who knows? There may be another one where they see four. And it's instead of Miles, it's PJ. Like the Athletic hasn't done their list yet. That's what I'm saying is if there's a consensus for top 100 guys on this roster in the league, that kind of has to change expectations, right? Uh, I don't think so. Because we have our evaluation of these guys and how these players can coexist out there on the floor altogether. And and I, I know what you're asking. And I talked about this with Josh Lloyd in the preview coming up this season in the fantasy basketball podcast. And we also just talked about, we talked about the fantasy aspect and the actual basketball aspect of this and Josh Lloyd, we were both discussing like it's a decent roster. I mean, this, this is a, this is a team that can go nine deep with guys that deserve to be out there on the floor. This is not the Charlotte Hornets of two years ago where a Jalen McDaniels rookie 50 draft pick comes in and has a spot at least by the half uh, halfway point of the season. Like this is now a roster that isn't going to give Kai Jones a ton of significant run despite being a first round pick because the roster is, is pretty good. You know, we've gone through the list. We've gone through the guys that we expect to get significant playing time, but it doesn't mean that the top heavy guys are going to lead you all the way to cause some damage into the postseason or even get there outright. You know, Gordon Hayward is going to be the best player on a lot of these lists. The only one that would pass him is LaMelo. And I think that involves some projecting and just overall hype from his rookie season. But Gordon, as we've talked about, he still is right now the best basketball player on this team. And the highest he's going to get is what? 45. So he came in at 47 with sports illustrated. He came in at like 58. I think you mentioned on ESPN. So we'll just kind of split the difference roughly. So and say he's a top 50 player in the league right now. Gordon Hayward, along with Terry Rozier, who is 80, you know, like both of those lists, put him 80. If you want to put him 70, fine. LaMelo is like, if you want to put him 50 as well, can a 50, a 50, an 80, and then a, I don't know, a 100, a 90, whatever you want to put miles. And then you've got some guys that are like, you know, every, all your other significant players like a Kelly Oubre, a PJ Washington, you know, are they top 150? Okay, cool. 
does that get you to the playoffs outright? I mean, you got to think about these other teams that we're discussing. You know, even the, a team yeah. like the Pacers, Malcolm Brogdon, DeMontis Sabonis, TJ Warren, if he comes back, hopefully he does, but when he comes back, you know what I'm saying? Like, even a team like a pa- the Pacers, who we were discussing, could be the biggest threats. You know, there are three players. Sabonis is bona fide all-star right here, right now. Uh, Very it, and, and Malcolm Brogdon is flirting with that. And here we are talking about 40, 50, 90 club. Brogdon did that a couple of years ago with Milwaukee and he's got a bigger role with Indiana. I think that's kind of my point. Like, I don't think just because these four players are listed, it should change your expectations on what we will see this season. And that's fair. That's fair. I'm just, there's a part of me that does wonder about that. Also, one thing about the list that I, again, you talk, we were talking about who can you see on this list in a couple of years. Ivaka Zubak, and I, I say this like I'll put it like this: Ivaka Zubak got on this list both times, and that's because he's a really, really good defensive center. If that's possible for him, with the right, with the right mindset and the right implementation, I don't think it's all that like unlikely that we could see a Kai Jones here in two years. Oh, on this list. I, on this on this top 100 list yes well he's certainly got the talent it's just all about how fast you think that can cook into something edible you know i mean are are we still dealing with the ingredients or is this something that's ready to go and serve up right now and i think it's probably going to take a little time for him to cook but yeah like the the talent is outrageous you know (laughs) not too many people can do what he can on the court like the athletic gifts of that kid are of the are legitimately Amare Stoudemire slash Giannis like that's the gift of that kid if he puts it together even slightly you're talking about a guy that is going to be a matchup nightmare because the bigger centers won't be able to stay with him on the perimeter and at the same time he's going to be hell on wheels in a pick and roll situation because he's not the he's never going to be the mark and he may erase all the black marks on the defensive side for the Hornets in a couple of years. So Kai might, I, I might, and if I'm really honest, I kind of might have Kai out on a different trajectory than I do Book Knight. You're saying you can, you, you're saying you could see Kai Jones get here faster first, than Book Knight? For, first, yep. Yeah, yep. I think. And Zubats made you think that? <laughs> Zubats, yes. Zubats, like, <laughs> He's just so fucking- different than Kai Jones. Yeah, but 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 the thing is, like defensive centers, like people got mad about Zubak being on this list, and I didn't understand it because defensive centers are rare. Trust me, as Hornets fans, we all know that. But what I'm saying is, defensively, if that's what if that's all Zubak can bring, defense, shot blocking, and not being a mark on the on the pick and roll. That should tell you, like, the barrier to be a top 100 player as a center. And the barrier is much, much lower to penetrate that. And I think that's where I was going with that. Yeah, I mean, and look, you even have you have Mitchell Robinson making this list for ESPN. You know, Robinson is certainly making it for his defensive prowess. And certainly, you know, if you break the field goal percentage of one Will Chamberlain, then that's pretty impressive. Um, Mitchell Robinson, though, coming in, like, that's maybe something you would... Uh, he's actually pictured in here by the way on the ESPN list he's actually pictured uh blocking Terry Rozier so I don't know why we had to throw some shade <laughs> wow. to the Charlotte Hornets wow. in that situation um but yeah I I still think Booknight is the guy that is going to reach his potential 
quicker or at least reach something to where he deserves significant minutes more so maybe you're thinking Kai Jones just boom explodes all at once either next season or the year after but I still wouldn't go that route one other thing I wanted to talk about I think we're looking at um, I think we're overlooking a guy's potential to be a top 100 and and I'm not putting him there I don't I don't think I don't think he should be in there that's not what I'm arguing I'm just asking because people's opinions change so much on players from year to year. Like, you know, one year we're saying John Wall is, or one year we're saying Russell Westbrook, you know, he's making fair money because he's the MVP. And then like a year and a half later, it's, it's the worst contract in the league, right? Like we can, you know, that's just one example, but man, we can have fast flowing opinions on this. I guess my point is if Kelly Oubre comes in here, and let's say he plays his 27 minutes, maybe he gets up to 30. He shoots a career high from three land, which only would be like 36, 37%. He gives you 15 points per game. He gives you the exciting dunks because he benefits from playing alongside LaMelo too. And then you discuss the on-ball defense and maybe the team defense helps. The Hornets, they outreach their expectations, right? Like I think there is a path for Kelly Oubre to be that guy where I just wanted to bring him up when you were saying, I think it's PJ and that's it. I think PJ could, but also Kelly is that guy where I could see a lot of people changing their opinions on Kelly enough for him to be a top 100 guy. Actually, I, I actually, I, you know what? You're right. Because rem- I just remember everybody talking about that Phoenix version of Kelly Oubre being a very dynamic, very impactful player and then he got stuck with a team that had an identity crisis and he suffered for it. I don't think there's that identity crisis with the Charlotte Hornets that was that there was with the Golden State Warriors last year. So I I, I absolutely agree with you on that. That's a I'm kind of mad at myself. I didn't think of that one first. That was oh, it's okay. I'll clean it up, man. You get the errors. You're you're maybe the second baseman that allows the ball to get past you, but I'm the center field right there to back it up because on the off chance you mess up, I'm going to collect that baseball and I'm going to get the out. How dare you call me Glaber Torres? Let's go home now. <laughs> That'll do it for Lockdown Hornets. Thanks again for joining us on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Make sure to tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Lockdown NBA. Remember, Wednesdays, there's always something interesting being featured on every single one of these Lockdown NBA episodes. And today, you get John Corrales and you get Jake Madison hosting the Lockdown NBA pod. Also, remember to check us out tomorrow. It's NBA Media Day coming up on Monday. I think Nada and I are going to try to figure out the most important question, the question you want to ask each of these players, the members of the coaching staff, um, more so we'll than anything else. Too. Yeah, we'll ta- exactly. We'll take, yeah, we'll take fam submissions at Locked On Hornets, at Not of the Scribe, at Walker Mail. We'll take fam submissions. And if yours is good enough, we may actually use it instead of our ideas. So, And you know. if it's good enough, something that we didn't figure out ourselves, maybe you're the center fielder and we're the second baseman and you're collecting some of the balls we've let go past the infield. Maybe I ask it on Monday, too, if it's good enough, and we'll give you some credit as well. So thanks again for listening to Locked On Hornets. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Mm-hmm.